0: This. Is the art of leapfrogging OBEs, cultural change makers, MBEs, and Nobel Peace Prize winners, business titans, entrepreneurs, world leading philanthropists, and environmental change makers. Welcome to the art of leapfrogging the podcast where our guests tell you the insights they've made in life, small changes that have made a massive difference to both their business and personal lives. With me, your host, Maxwell, and Maha Kadura, this is the art. Art of Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Art of Leapfrogging podcast. I'm Maxwell, your host, along with Maha Kadura, who also happens to be the man who started off the leapfrogging movement, so uh, he has to be, of course, the first episode as well. Hi, Maha. How are you doing? You good? Good. Super. Excellent. So, what we'd like to know today is a little bit about your journey, your background, and the reason you decided to start writing the book, The Art of Leapfrogging.
1: Hi, everybody. Uh, I started when I was a very young boy. I listened to my dad telling me about a famous American-Lebanese poem don't live half a life. His name was Jubran Khalil Jubran. And when I heard don't live half a life, I said, how come, how can somebody live half a life? So I went through the school of life, as they say, trying to figure it out. I I adopted experiences. I wanted to travel. I wanted to try new things. I was not afraid of making mistakes because I befriended, uh, they say mistakes and failure, because I viewed them in a positive way that I can learn from them. And so since I was young, I was leaping into the future like a frog leaps above something. When I was young, I wanted to travel. So when I was 15 years old, I traveled on my own, hitchhiking, to Turkey, to Greece, to Bulgaria, to Syria, to Lebanon. And this gave me the idea that yes, I can do crazy stuff and it is fulfilling. I can learn from it. The same thing I did with my being a young entrepreneur, at a young age selling my mother's old stuff to make money. And that time I leaped into entrepreneurship, making my own money, and it tasted much, much better than getting money from my dad. And this has made me to become addicted to leaping and leapfrogging. So after
0: your childhood days, where did you go next? Uh, What did you do after that that uh, led on to your very successful business career?
1: I did civil engineering at Nottingham University in England, and then I worked for Accenture. In the past, it was Arthur Anderson, and I became the managing partner for Accenture, which is a consulting and technology firm, uh, and I was in charge of the Middle East. We took the global company public. All of us, we made lots of money, and then I made this money, I started making it work for social causes, doing social innovation work to change things on the ground, deploying, uh, as I call brain capital, innovation capital with effort and passion to change the world around me. Worked. Started getting results and seeing impact, and it is addictive, it is addictive. To see the impact of your work on the ground in the hearts and minds of people and you see how they progress and it becomes addictive especially when you look at it and you only seek your own personal satisfaction internally because you're trying to do something bigger than yourself and you want to do more and more of it and this is where I started loving it.
0: Well, thank you very much. And incidentally, if you'd like a physical copy of the book uh, or to know more about those interviews that are in it, uh, just go to the website theartofleapfrogging.com where you can find all of that information out and of course a little bit more about the leapfrogging movement as well. So Meha, um, for those people listening that might not know the term leapfrogging, what's your elevator pitch? How would you describe it to somebody listening for the very first time?
1: All of us, we leap or we try to leap every day, every week, every month. When we are facing opportunities, we are facing challenges, we try to leap, to move to the next stage, to jump over a wall, to jump over a problem, to speed up something, to create a new path. So to me, leapfrogging is natural. It's not rocket science. We do it different magnitude, but to me, leapfrogging to simplify it is to create a new path for where you want to go. Create a new path to your achievement, to your milestone. So it can be a small path, small leap, or a big leap, and short-term or long-term, you define it, but it is a new path to where you want to go so it's it's not the old traditional way of doing things you try a new road to get to where you want to go so is technology one of the things that people use for, for leapfrogging is that is that involved as well it involves tools of course it involves technologies and right now we have ai uh, chat gpt it can improve your productivity uh, i can produce more, I can learn faster, I can do things as an individual, as a company, I can leap with chat GPT, I can leap frog with AI, whether to improve the productivity of my employees, of my citizens, even change my own business model when it comes to how I serve my customers. And this is very powerful and we are only starting to see the edges, the early signs of the impact of this technology. Of course, this is leapfrogging. Technology is very important, but other tools are important. I can leapfrog with my own uh, way of life, my relationships by creating new activities, uh, group activities uh, that I can get people to to leap with me. So it's not, I don't want people to think this is rocket science, it's complicated. We do it all the time, but to me, promoting, socializing, democratizing the leapfrogging concept and making it a mainstream, this is the goal of the art of leapfrogging. This is the goal of it, to democratize it and to socialize it. Well, uh, I think you might have already answered this question already, but I'm gonna ask
0: it anyway. Um, those listening today, if they've never if it's new to them, how can they make a leapfrog? you know what, what can they do to to start uh, benefiting from uh, what you're teaching?
1: I want to give you three examples, three basic. One, you say listen, I want to I've always wanted to be a writer to write in a creative way. and I want to start practicing it. You can use Chad GPT. start experimenting with creative writing this you are leaping you know so it can help you leap to become a creative writer because you can experiment faster you can learn faster so this is one idea the second uh, the second in, in leapfrogging is an example of I want to see how can I use my mobile to introduce a service that can improve people's lives I'll give you an example you can create a coaching app coach others so this is these are two examples how you can use technology but i can leap with my own personal health by by coming and saying i want to leap by attempting to go and walk El Camino de Santiago in the Spanish leg of it. This is where people walk, they hike, they trek. And this will give me confidence if I walk one week of it. I'm leaping to become healthier, you know? So this is another one. The third item, and I, I, I can see this, I can say with the, with the business, with the governments, they can leap in educating their students by adopting and promoting project-based learning in the schools. That every young person has to have a passion project and they start promoting it. So it can be simple ideas, but all of them, their underlying commonality is a new path. It's not the traditional path. Leapfrogging does not like traditional path. It likes a new path. Building on experience, building on wisdom to leapfrog forward. Well, thank you very much. And if you haven't worked it out already,
0: this uh, great podcast series accompanies the book. The Art of Leapfrogging, in which Maha interviews the most amazing people around the world to get their stories and how they changed moving forward rapidly. And of course, if you'd like to uh, get your copy, please go to the website, uh, theartofleapfrogging.com, where you'll find out all that information and a little bit more about the movement behind it as well. Leading on from that, um, with all these great interviews, these people that you've you've spoken to and and all of their insights... um, what have you learned personally? What have you taken away uh, yourself from those interviews? What has it given you?
1: Listen, the book, we I interviewed 30 people from around the world who did something worth telling about. Each of them inspired me in a different way. You know, from somebody, a Latino astronaut, in the U.S. who was the first Latino astronaut to go to space so just listening to his story jumping over the taboo the stereotype this is so powerful his determination about it and what is he doing with the newfound let's call it celebrity style this is inspiring moving to somebody who has disabilities and creating a new methodology new practice of speed learning how can you learn things faster and he's a doctor phd in this topic and he wrote books about it and it's just so inspiring to see these guys how they are trying i mean these people from a guy who created three digital banks you know he's a marketeer. he's not a banker who created digital bank because he understands the consumer so just think of it and there are 30 of these stories each of them you know they are not the same they are not the same maybe they have a common thing that they said guys we can do something better we can be we can achieve better things in life and they have a story, because all the time I say, I do not want to be a second act in a famous guy's story. I want to be the story. I want to be the hero of my story. Yeah. And each of them, a hero of his own story. Because as they say, it's not how it starts your story, the life story it's how it ends. So all the time I say, I need to be in charge. I need to be the hero of my own story because I write it every day.
0: Incredible things there. And I do believe, uh, if I remember correctly, that the astronaut was uh, Jose M. Hernandez. Yes. Uh, And I think he's got a movie out just uh, at the moment called A Million Miles Away, which is worth a watch. And the banker was Anthony Thompson, uh, an amazing guy. Anyway, all of those are available in the book for you to find out more later on. Yes. So... um, Moving on in the show, we're gonna go to a section which is gonna be in every episode called Maha's Insights, where he describes some of those lessons that he's learned personally throughout his amazing business career. So, here we go.
1: Maha's Insights. Let's dive into a key part of leapfrogging, recognizing and spotting opportunities and taking the leap when they present themselves. I bet you you use Google, right? It's a perfect example of spotting opportunities. Back in the days, web search was frustrating. It was a frustrating experience, but Google saw an opportunity. They leapfrogged the existing search engines with their own algorithm, making internet searches faster and more accurate. And now, Google practically synonymous with web search. Now let's turn to a little country called Estonia. Not too long ago, it was just another post-Soviet state trying to find its way, but they saw an opportunity to lead in the digital world. Today, Estonia is known as a digital society with almost all public services accessible online they leapfrogged from being a struggling nation to becoming a tech savvy leader on the world stage have you heard of spotify remember when we used to download music or buy cds spotify saw an opportunity they created a platform that lets us stream music directly no downloads no physical storage today they have revolutionized how we listen to music. That is leapfrogging in action. Take a look at India's Akshaya Patra Foundation, which spotted an opportunity to address child malnutrition and education. Using technology and strategic planning, they provided nutritious meals to over 1.8 million school children every day demonstrating how spotting opportunities can lead to transformative leaps. Let's also talk about Grameen Bank in Bangladesh, in a place where most people had no access to conventional banking services. A Grameen Bank saw an opportunity. They provided microloans to the impoverished, especially women empowering them to start their own small business and lift themselves out of poverty. They did not just change banking, they transformed lives. As we navigate our way through this era of rapid change, it's essential that we stay alert to these leapfrogging opportunities. They are our chances to do things differently, to innovate, to make a real difference. And when we spot and seize these chances to leapfrog, we don't just make progress, we shape the future we want to see. So let us leapfrog together.
0: Well, there you go, the very first of Maha's insights. As I say, there'll be one of those in every episode, uh, detailing those things that he's learned and wishes to share with you from his business life, which has been amazingly successful. Uh, also, of course, coming up in the future episodes, all those other guests that we're going to bring in uh, to teach you their leapfrogging moments for uh, making business and life better very, very quickly. If you'd like a physical copy of the book.
1: To buy your physical copy of the book and learn more about how to join our leapfrog movement and the amazing people in it, visit our website, theartofleapfrogging.com.
0: I made two small changes and leapfrogged our business two years and six weeks. And that remains from myself, Maxwell, and Maha Kadua to say thank you very much for listening. And please join us again next time for The Art of Leapfrogging. This This is the, The Art of Leapfrogging.